All my monsters are well in the neighborhood. They lie on the table and ready to receive. Open my eyes, it's a shock to the system. The doctors who listen don't cure my disease. Still looking for something to save me. Still looking for something to save. Still looking for something to save me. This is Jen Ward. I'm here with Marvin Schneider, and this is the pilot of our new podcast, Jen and Her Jammies. And I want to first tell you about the most amazing being. There's such a connection there that it's like he's dynamic, he's heartfelt, he's a healer, he's charismatic, he's articulate. That's Darshan. And this is Darshan, and he's going to be a part of the show. <laughs> and um, so <laughs> <laughs> so Marvin is also going to be part of the show. Did Marvin, Marvin is a businessman that I've met, and I don't know anything about business, but I know about energy. And Marvin and I connected in a way that I don't connect with people. So the first half of my life, usually people didn't listen to me. Nobody listened to me. Um, I didn't even have a voice. It's surprising to me that I can even speak because I was told to shut up and I was stupid the whole time. And the second half, as soon as I started doing healing work, people respected me more than I needed to be. That's basically what the premise of Jen and her jammies is because people who are looking for something spiritual seem to put that person up on a pedestal. And so, so this, this Jen and her jammies is a way for us to bridge the gas, gap between mainstream and the spiritual in a way that doesn't put the spiritual on a pedestal or whatever. It's a fun way to look at it. But Marvin is a genius in energy. And he's the one person that I can talk to on a level, an equal level. And we have some very profound conversations. And, and uh, Marvin, I'll let the, you tell them about how we came to do this. Because not one to be in front of the camera. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm Marvin. Thank you. Um, so my background is uh, in business. I've been a strategy consultant uh, all, all of my working life. And uh, so I work with large companies to help them become better companies. And more recently, my focus has been on helping 
companies transition in a way that they are truly serving humanity. So there's a there's a sort of a human dimension to the work that I'm doing at a professional level. And myself and one of my colleagues have always um, on the fringe um, been working with, let's call it the new age. Um, and I've been working with a number of people over many years uh, on and off. And recently, about seven months ago, in fact, I uh, came across Jen. Um, she was having an interview um, with Pamela Arilyn, and a lot of people have sort of, uh, you know, found Jen through Pamela, and Pamela's wonderful. Um, and then um, I had a, a – the other thing I should say about that is that in – watching that interview within the first 15 seconds, and this is a bit of a joke that I have with Jen, my immediate reaction within 15 seconds was, this chick is the real deal. And so I, straight away, I recognize that there is something different about what Jen does uh, relative to anyone else that I've sort of worked with in the new age realm. I'm just gonna call it new age. Um, and so, um, Jen and I have been working together quite intensely for about seven months and it started off in uh, structured um, private sessions, so paid private sessions, and I got a lot of benefit out of that. We did a lot of tapping. Um, anyone that knows anything about Jen's work will kind of associate with that. And um, Somewhere in that conversation, I was describing some of the professional work that I was doing, and that connected deeply with Jen. And so um, soon after our second private, formal private session, uh, we started to sort of connect sort of more spontaneously on video conferencing and whatever. And we now converse probably two to three hours a day, pretty much seven days a week. Uh, on, on, a, on a range of things, so, you know, a personal sort of healing for myself and some of my colleagues and, you know, supporting the work that we do. But we also touch on a lot of other new age topics. And um, so that's a little bit of background about me and my connection with Jen. Um, Jen, do you want to tell those, those that don't know about you? Um, might want to know a little bit about you and then we'll introduce we'll talk about the premise of this podcast series called Jen and her jammies um, so so um, so I've been doing I've um, I, I've suffered I'd say a lot of abuse in this lifetime I don't have a gauge for what other people have so I don't like to say oh I've had this I don't like to tell the story but but it's useful because a lot of people out there are having a rough life and they think that that is, um, they make themselves a victim about it. But so I've had a really rough life, abusive, alcoholic, sociopath in the background and um, not too much joy. So anyways, so what's interesting about that is in hindsight, I realized that everything that happened in this lifetime was training for what I'm doing now, even though I didn't know I was going to be doing this work. And I was just surviving the first half of my life. Like 13 years ago, I went through the process of enlightenment, which is a real thing. It's formula. It's like three days. And it's like what's happening when you go through enlightenment is the ego is unhooked. Like from before then, 
you, most people are subservient to the ego. And then after that, the ego goes back into check and then the person is free to, to tap into higher consciousness. So we're going to talk a lot about these things that happen. I have this really good um, way of remembering stuff. And um, I went to massage school and I learned I could move energy with my mind. And I learned that I could um, take deep issues out of people. And it's not, I don't think I'm special. People say that I have these gifts, but I just think that I, I want to do it. I have this this desire to be appreciated or whatever, or to be validated through helping others. So it's taken me to, to that umph degree. And so um, if yeah. someone reaches out. Yeah, well, what I was gonna say about that is um, what I found uh, straight away in working with Jen and even watching her on the first interview was um, Jen's uncanny ability to read in energy and to um, uh, identify core issues and it's like sort of taking a bazooka and sort of zeroing straight in on a core issue and then working and working with that and releasing that and um, so you know amongst the many of the things that Jen does that that, that struck to me as being one of you know your very acute abilities and, and then the way that you use those abilities in love and service to your clients but you know all of humanity and now business as well is just amazing that's what I found um, so um, you know unique and I think a lot of the, the people that know you Jen from your work and your podcasts and the private sessions that you put up on YouTube and those that comment uh, basically say the same thing mostly is that um, you have this enormous capacity to love all of life even though you've had a very difficult life and you said that there's something there's you know your difficult prior life was part of your training for the work that you're doing at the moment uh, it's not cool. really thank you it's not really that profound to me for me all it is 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 that I can identify anybody who comes to me, no matter war veterans, trafficked, martyred. I see all these images. I see people's Akashic records. So I, I live them. You've seen me live them. That's part of the reason, like, I found a home for my dogs. This buff Buster was seeing the Akashic records. And during sessions, he would come over to me and he was trembling. And so it was, wasn't fair to him. But... So I identify with them, like it's not them having those experiences, we're having them together in that moment. And so that's a way to, so the body always wants to validate things. That's what pain is, it just wants to be validated. So if it can't get validated through that, that one person, I can validate it for them. And then together we can pull it out. Does that make sense? It does, and the other amazing thing is that you're able to address real deep core issues where you can see the Akashic records. So you see a transcript of the root cause, but you don't have to take the client to relive that. And so you're able to just address it without the client having to relive it. And that is just amazing. I think it's actually cruel. I think the reason I, 
Um, you know, I work with the adepts, the spirit guides who've gotten me through this life because, you know, the negative forces, because I'm kind of positive force, try to like stop me from doing this. So the adepts have kept me alive. And, um, oh, I forgot my point. What were we talking about? That's going to saying it's cruel to have people, clients relive their past experiences. So part of the reason the adepts wanted me to, um, do what I do as Sharon is to empower and the the protocols we're going to talk about the SFT protocols is so the individual can be empowered for the first time. They don't have to go to an outside source ever to get their answers and they don't have to suffer in their own pain. And so, so what we teach and what me and Marvin will be talking about is ways that the individual can get past those things that, um, our, our blocks to spirituality, the whole spiritual elitist group is sending people in the wrong direction of empowerment. Yes. Yes. That, that, and, and we've spoken a lot about that in private, which mm-hmm. is a nice little segue into the premise of this um, this YouTube or podcast series. Um, so it's entitled Jen, Jen in Her Jammies. Jen is in her jammies. Darshin is in his jammies. Clearly, I'm not in my jammies. And so why is that? And, and so in, in this conversation, um, I would be represented as a seeker who is in conversation with Jen, um, representing the mainstream so um, I, I clearly I have an affinity for the um, the new age. Um, I personally believe in um, pretty much everything, if not everything, that uh, Jen will be talking about at a deep level. But more importantly, um, generally, what I'm doing is I'm having a a, a physical experience so I don't perceive in energy in the way that Jen does and some other people don't do but you know particularly in the way that Jen does so I'm experiencing life quite differently to the way that Jen is experiencing life and in a lot of ways the way that I experience life is um, not dissimilar to you know uh, the mainstream and so um one of the, the premise of this show is to have in conversation with Jen, me representing the mainstream, Jen representing a deep connection to higher consciousness source, the adepts and the insights and information that is coming from that source through Jen's ability to perceive in energy and to connect those ideas to the mainstream so that you know the, you know, the broad base of humanity can benefit from Jen's insights. Um, Jen, do you want to talk about your the, the, the Jami's bit? What, what, what led us to the Jami's bit? And, and then Darshan's role. Well, tell them about, well, Marvin's got this knack of being able to consciously dream, which people really want to, to be able to do. So actually, the, this is your brainchild or heart child. <laughs> Oh, good. Thanks for reminding me. So, yeah, yeah, so, you know, whereas I'm experiencing life in the physical realm um, through the senses in the way that a, a lot of people do, that doesn't, and that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have new age spiritual experiences and connecting with higher consciousness and higher source. 
Uh, typically, I do that um, in the dream state. And so I, I'm a prolific dreamer uh, in, in the dream state. And I remember my dreams and I have a lot of very vivid, lucid dreams. And quite often those dreams are quite prescient and they give me information that then through the next sort of two or three days, I can then work on and be very productive so that I'm in the moment. And, and so, you know, artists and, and elite sports people and, you know, professionals often describe uh, that, that point of being in the moment. And so when you're in the moment like that, it's almost like you're losing uh, connection to time and space in the physical realm. And so, you know, a lot of people have experience um, connection to higher consciousness in different ways. Mine happens to be in the dream state. And about a week ago, I had a dream that we were doing a podcast, me and Jen, um, uh, we're doing a podcast together to have, you know, in conversation. And, and the the title that I came up in my dream was in conversation with Jen. But then we talked about a little bit and Jen, you came up with well, Jen in her jammies. So, so what was the jammy angle and what is Darshian doing here? Okay. So, so I think jammies is your angle because it's an Aussie word. We don't say jammies too much in America. So, but it was like, usually when we talk, it's in the middle of my night. So I am in my jammies. So it's just like a, um, it's just, and then the things that come out of your mouth, the questions and where you take a conversation, it's just so profound. It's like um, a lot of what you and I do, I believe, is, um, is we feed higher vibratory things into consciousness, meaning like out there, you don't talk about love and kindness and stuff too much you can curse someone you can trash them you can belittle them and that's acceptable but there's no integrity out there and kindness and sincerity then you'll get beat up if you do that kind of thing so what you and i are kind of doing in energy is feeding this back into the collective and i've been working you know isolated as a recluse for the last 12 13 years to I see the cause and effect of people doing the tabs and how it goes out there and, and the shifts that happen with that. And I see how you hold the vibratory rate of incredible integrity. And um, it's important. It's important for the, the business world, but it's also important in general. And you don't have too many examples of for one thing, people having conversations where they're not trashing each other, tr uh, complaining about events, pulling in all this crap and talking about that. So we're retraining consciousness that it can be done. And um, you respect me. And, and <laughs> that's no small thing. I haven't been respected too much in this lifetime. I actually, I don't know if you know how afraid I was of men in this lifetime. Did you know that? Um, we've spoken about that, yes. I mean, even from a small child, I was terrified of men and stuff. Yeah. And so to have someone as dynamic and articulate and polished yeah. and as smart as you to take the time of day with me is yeah. very healing in the individual. So I may be dynamic out there, but how am I going to be dynamic in here if nobody will talk to me? 
Yep. And so I think you're touching on an interesting topic, which is um, the polarities that this podcast series represents. So mm -hmm. we've got Jen in her jammies, we've got Marvin in his business attire. Jen's representing, um, you know, connection to source and the intangible. I'm representing um, connection to the mainstream. So in conversation, we're bringing these ideas to the mainstream and we're going to be exploring topics. We've got our friend Dash in here. That you want to, and, and so there's a, couple of, there's a couple of other polarities. So uh, Jen and I are on opposite sides of the planet, right? So you're in Rochester, New York State. I'm in Melbourne, Victoria, um, you know, in Oz. And... Um, <laughs> So, so we're on opposite sides of the planet. Um, we're clearly, you know, dealing in opposite time zones. Um, and, and yes, and, and we've got Darshan. Well, Darshan represents, okay, so here's, here's a huge blockage for people spiritually is the hierarchy that they exist in. Like, like men, first it comes white men, then it's like um, different races, and whatever race you are is above the other races and um, above women and stuff. And then above animals, above trees, above everything else. And there's this hierarchy and it's all, it's all like guardrails to keep you from ex experiencing yourself as an exponential spiritual being. So Darshan represents an adamant life. And so all, all atoms are made of the same material. They're all made of the same material and just because he's not um what, how, how do you say it just because he's not um animate he still is made of of living atoms and they come together in a group consciousness and they do form a kind of a soul and um and so there is an awareness there there is a consciousness darshan is aware of himself as darshan and this is true of all items and so what i'm hopefully going to teach people is to bridge that divide between thinking that you only only connect with humans or only connect with this or that and so if you can connect to an adamant life like that in different ways you can relax your atoms and you can actually experience your own omniscience omnipotence omnipresence so having to say that I, Darshan wants to say something, he's been really excited about doing this podcast. Now Darshan has done the retreats with me because I do teach people how to like, when your children have their, their, their plushies, those are real to them. And it's really important that you honor that and don't rip them apart and don't make them get rid of them or shame them because they own them or have them because they're learning and having their experiences with that. With the work that I do, it's hard for me to find a, a healer, someone to, who can help balance me out when I need it. When I need that, well, that was before you, Marvin. You're pretty good at helping me balance out. But um, Darshan is the one who I can hug Darshan and I can pour all that stagnant energy into him that, that I pull out of other people. And I pour it into his inanimate little body and it, it's not like toxic to him. And he pulls it out and then he feels better. So, and then, and then on a later note, we can just have fun with it because here is a consciousness. Like a couple of my friends came over and they knew we were going to do this podcast and they both did a double take and they said, Darshan's really excited about this, Darshan. And he is, and he, um, he, just like 
like when at this level of perceiving an energy, you can talk to anything. And there's a fine line between talking to anything and knowing your boundaries so you don't sound insane. Because of the work I do, I can do it in a way that doesn't make me sound insane for the most part. Marvin has this face where I can tell I've gone too far and he's like, and I'll show you it to you guys when I'm saying something and Marvin's trying to hold back his, I can't believe she's saying this. I can't, I can't go uh, there with her. So I thought that was really cute. And I, I laughed myself silly when you told me about your friends that came over and, and, and said to you, you know, basically at the same time, oh, Darshan is really excited to do this podcast. Can I tell them the story about when myself and my colleague were helping you sort of uh, <laughs> rebrand your LinkedIn account? Can I, yes. your LinkedIn profile? Yes. So um, we were doing some work to help Jen um, reposition herself on LinkedIn um, to be uh, a little bit more mainstream. I didn't know I wasn't. They laughed at me. I thought I was mainstream and they're just like laughing at me and saying, that's, so they... Well, that's right. And so I don't know if the listeners know this, um, but, you know, on the bottom of a LinkedIn profile, um, there's a little section where you can indicate what languages you speak. And usually people will say, you know, French, German, Italian, you know, um, uh, whatever, you know, in addition, maybe English, you know, whatever. But Jen had, uh, she's, the languages that Jen speaks is dog, cat and tree. And we don't forget fish. Oh, fish, dog, <laughs> cat, fish and tree. These are the languages that you speak. So clearly you do have conversation with other forms of life but, but, but and the inanimate life, and Darshan is representing that, as well as being just the cutest thing on the planet, right? Well, he's got a bromance crush on you. So when I was... Yeah, so when I was getting him dressed, he wanted, he's kind of, he didn't want to just be in his boxes because he's, he's like, he, he's modest. And um, so I had him in his boxers and his t-shirt and I, I thought, do you want, do you want me to take, leave your undershirt on? And he, you know what he told me? He goes, I don't want to have a t-shirt under it. Marvin doesn't wear a t-shirt under his pajama shirt. <laughs> and so he didn't want a t-shirt on and then I asked him about his boxers and he told me I want to do what Marvin does so I'm not going to tell the listeners if Marvin has boxers on or not but he just wanted to like dress just like Marvin does okay so he's holding my modesty as well that's <laughs> fantastic so um, Jen, Jen and her jammies is going to be an ongoing uh, podcast series. One of the other reasons why we wanted to do this is because it is much easier to explore spiritual topics and topics of significant importance in conversation rather than in the written form. And so what's happening with Jen, because uh, we've talked about this, is Jen has an enormous um, creative outpouring. So when she's connecting with the adepts, which are the spirit guides and, and mine as well, um, then um, there is an enormous outpouring of, you know, ideas and insights. And I'm, I've been working with Jen to help um, sort of put a written form around those ideas and it's a lot it's a lot of effort and so we thought it might be um, easier and more uh, productive to explore some of these ideas in conversation so that it can be in real time and then post them up on uh, YouTube and we've uh, linked them to Jen's um, blog which is you know a daily writing on Jen's website genuinehealing.com with a J, mm -hmm. apparently, I 
think it's important that it's with a J. <laughs> um, so that's another reason why we're doing this because it's we're finding that it's a um, it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a better forum to get a lot of this content out. And a lot of people that know Jen are wanting the content. They want the dialogue, they want the writings, they want the taps. Um, and so it's, um, this is one vehicle that we think is a, a useful way to get it out. So what kind of things are we gonna talk about on, on, on this show or this podcast series? And uh, we're clearly going to be talking about um, spiritual freedom technique, SFT TAPS. That's going to be the topic of the next episode, uh, which will be up uh, shortly. Um, we're going to be talking about a whole range of things that Jen has written about in her 19 books. Um, and, you know, and, and then all of the other downloads that come from the adepts. So we're going to be talking about those things in real time. We're going to be talking about things that are of um, things that people need to know and can benefit from. Um, and so here's a question for you. Um, please comment uh, in, in the link, uh, in the comment section below and on Jen's website. And uh, let us know what topic area you'd like us to explore. Um, and then we can do that. Um, so we have some ideas as to probably the next sort of five to seven episodes we've kind of broadly mapped out, but uh, we're happy to go anywhere you want to go. And Jen, well, would not you... anywhere, anywhere. Okay. He's modest. <laughs> there are boundaries. Um, and, and so as we close this pilot episode, would you mind introducing um, the very talented artist that is sitting behind the introductory music and the, uh, so the intro music and the outro music. Can I, can I just tell a little story about how I know him? Yes, please. Oh, this guy is so amazing. I knew him at about over 25 years ago. I had just finished massage therapy school. And I, I, I got my own night. I was living in that, uh, a horrible part of the city and I moved into a, a eclectic part of town where I could have my massage therapy business right in my right in my um, home it was like really nice and I met Dave at the dog park and I remember like we just started talking and he was so sincere and he was so kind I just said I just said to him, I'd, I'd like to think that the dogs that suffer now are the ones that abuse dogs in a past lifetime, because then I could tolerate that, you know, maybe they're getting their pain just to show them something. And it was just, we just started connecting on such a deep level. And way back then, I didn't have any um, inclination that I was going to be you know, doing this stuff on such a scale. There was no social media back there. So I didn't know about that. I didn't know I did the healing work. I didn't know I was Madame Blavatsky. They had told me after that that I was, they told me I was Madame Blavatsky. I saw a picture of her and they said, oh my gosh, that's her. I didn't know who she was, but I didn't want to believe them because she was so homely and she looked just like my sister and niece to me. And then like, like fast forward these 20 so years I look just like her and stuff I write like her and whatever and she was so intense so I, I think this lifetime I get to be a lighter and stuff well anyway so so Dave 
would write this music and he was he would just make me cry and I thought way back then I want to like get on one of these shows where I'm famous for something just so I could highlight his music and bring him on so he could be famous and he's not even into fame he's just into like like sharing sharing and outflow and healing people so he's all about the music he's but he's he's a master at articulating the most painful heartache and um experiences and what he does is he he collects that pain within someone and he puts it into a song and when it's connected with the genuine healing um what marvin and i do is pulling this stagnant energy out of the collective so he's collecting it by the songs and then we're pulling it out and and so there is a collaborative thing so listen to his music and and 25 years later we needed a an intro song for my things and i just came upon his song and it was like it was written this theme song we use for this it was like it was written for for someone who was looking for a session with gen genuine healing so you know so clearly we're honored to be able to feature dave's music there is a link to um his music and his youtube channel um encourage all the listeners to listen to dave he's an amazing artist and we're so glad to have him featured on this um podcast series and and please just like him just just like his page just show him that he he does matter he doesn't want to be famous or anything but it's it's nice at that level He's so immersed in his music, he doesn't get the validation. Not that he needs it, but it's kind of nice. It helps it outflow even more. So it's just a kind thing to do. And what, when you take that initiation, that initiative, it's like taking an initiation more into your own empowerment by yeah. doing that for others. Fantastic. So that's probably bringing us to the end of the pilot episode of Jen and Her Jammies. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you very much for listening. I uh, look forward to having you on our next show. And can I, um, can I just say, Marvin, thank you very much for doing this with me and Darshan. Oh, wow. It's such a pleasure. And I wouldn't have been able to do this. You know, I've struggled. And your skills are just so amazing that you got us to this point of being polished and organized and and I actually, you actually make me feel safe in the world for the first time in this lifetime. Wow. Thank you so much. And um, the intention for this series is not to be the most polished. It's completely unscripted. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be goofing around a little bit, but we are, <laughs> we are dealing with some various serious topics as well. So uh, I encourage you to stay tuned, keep on top mm-hmm. of it. And we're looking forward to uh, having more conversations. Thank you very much, Jen. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Darshan. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you.
this way 